All right, of course, we're talking about sports here today, folks. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because, hey, they're my team. Regardless, whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, my bookie is your best bet this season. If you're the kind of person who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So, if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Between football season, the MLB playoffs, and the start of the NBA and NHL seasons, it's time to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. And if you join right now, mybookie will double your first deposit. All you have to do is use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos. C-H-A-O-S. Critical hate and overwhelming stupidity. Hey, everybody, what's happening? Welcome to Full Count Chaos. What a wonderful week, right? The Orioles, the Baltimore Orioles are playing on TV. So excited, makes your nipples hard. Brought a tear to my eye watching the Orioles play on TV. Turned the game on, saw the first game. There they are, live, national television. You're getting to watch your favorite team on TV. And it's a long season, only a few months in between the long season. But it still feels like years before you watch some baseball on TV. Fantastic. Spring training. It's nothing like spring training baseball, right? What does it all mean? Absolutely nothing. Who the fuck knows what anyone's going to do even after watching February and some March baseball before the season starts? I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? Because there's some games that the Orioles have been winning like 50 to nothing. Doesn't matter. I am very impressed with the crowd for the Orioles' home game so far. When the Orioles were playing the Pirates, the Pirates were the home team. There was only like 45 people in the stadium. But, man, I'll tell you what. When the Orioles are playing, when they're the home team, that stadium's packed. And you can tell. It's loud. Everyone's having fun. Uh, So far, the Orioles playing this week. I hope you got to watch some of it on TV. Now, I have an app I'm thankful for. No matter where they are, no matter where I am, no matter what kind of game, what team's playing, I get it free. It's fantastic. So the Orioles start off losing 5-0 against the Braves. They win 11-5 against the Red Sox the next day. They lose 8-7. Then they lose 12-4. Then they win 4-3 against the Braves. Then they win 13-0 against the Pirates. And then they won 11-4 against the Pirates. And, uh, you know, it's fun watching the Orioles have a big offensive game. Who gives a shit if it's spring training? And we all waited for Rushman. It was exciting. We all heard that Adley Rushman was getting called up to spring training. And we all sat down. I had friends and family texting me, hey, this is going to be great. Let's see what he does. And he struck out. Mm, What a bust. I knew it. I knew we shouldn't have picked him in the first round. Oh, so frustrating. I started calling everyone saying, I I told you, Adley Rushman is not the answer. I'm obviously fucking around right now. That's not at all what happened. (laughs) But, of course, we're all sitting there hoping he just clocks a 440-foot home run. 
rounds the bases with a big smile, and we're all thinking, here comes the World Series. Uh, but that was at least exciting to see Adley Rushman on TV, standing in the batter's box, wearing an Orioles jersey, attempting to get a base hit. Now, uh, with the Orioles and, and watching them on TV, a couple new voices for the Orioles broadcast team lineup. Uh, Brett Hollander, I heard, left WBAL to join the broadcast team. The Orioles have a fucking army for their broadcast team now. There is a shit ton of people on the radio, on TV, which is great. You mix it up. But holy hell, they have a lot of people. And I didn't care. Did not care who was coming, who was going, as long as I still got to watch the Thorne and Palmer show. Those two, I'm telling you, need a podcast. It doesn't even have to be about sports. You know, it would probably be in Gary's basement, him and uh, Palmer going back and forth. You know, all the war stories. And you know, and look, there's a lot of rumors about Gary Thorne having a few drinks on the show. (laughs) His face is always red, always cracking himself up. You know, there's a 95 fastball up and away, and he's calling a breaking ball down in the dirt. So there's been some rumors. (laughs) I've had friends meet him. The guy likes to party. He's a great guy. But think about if the guy had a podcast. You know, him and Palmer just hanging out in the basement. Palmer would probably have a few drinks with Gary. After a few cocktails, hell, Lord only knows what kind of stories they'd be talking about. I'd subscribe in a heartbeat. If those two had a podcast, even if it was just about politics, they didn't even bring up sports, I'd listen to it. I love listening to those two talk because when I'm watching an Oriole game, and if they're losing like 8 to nothing, which I got to say 9 times out of 10, if they're losing 8 to nothing, I'm probably turning it off because I'm pissed off. You know, sometimes when it's a blowout, whether say the Orioles are winning 12 to 1, it's a boring game and Palmer and Thorne are calling the game, they make it exciting, they make it funny. Those two are like peanut butter and jelly. It's fucking fantastic listening to those two. And I think those two need a podcast. And I'm not talking about some professional studio like Masson Sports Studios. I'm talking about at their house, hanging out, hooking up a couple mics, laptop, maybe in their dining room, and they open up to like ACDC. And they don't need a voiceover guy. They just need Gary Thorne, you know, welcome to the Palmer and Thorne show. <laughs> you know, Gary Thorne doing his laugh. It's more like, <laughs> whatever. That'd be great. You know, the, the opening clips would just be them, like, prior shows that they've already done of them arguing with each other and making each other laugh. It would probably be Jim Palmer talking 95% of the time. Who cares? I love Palmer. said it a million times on the show. I don't understand why people do not like him. The reasoning? Oh, it's because, you know, he talks too much. He tells stories about himself. No shit. He gets paid to talk. He has a mic in front of him, and he's calling a game. That's how he makes his money. But just hearing them talk to each other about whatever, about the Astro situation, about the umpires, about news, politics, Trump, love to hear it. Thorne and Palmer show are something, something clever of a show with those two. Be like uh, Thorne and Palmer's ass. Something, you know, something stupid and clever like that. But I I want it. I think we need that. You know, some of you may be sitting here. Well, what do you mean? What do you mean Gary's drinking on air? He's a professional. He wouldn't do that. Hey, look, I love Gary Thorne. I think he's a legend. Fantastic. Belongs in the Hall of Fame. But come on, the guy's face is just beat red. 
He has like a size 16 neck, but every button-down shirt he wears with a tie, it's like for someone who's got a size 12 neck. I don't know how the guy breathes. Could be part of the reason why his face is beat red. He's trying to talk. Uh, Scott Garceau, he's calling games now. He, he has a little thorn syndrome in him. Trying to guess what kind of pitch that was. Uh, when I was watching the game and Scott Garceau was calling it. Now, he's been calling games for years. He used to call Raven games. He's called lacrosse games I've seen. He, UMBC basketball. I mean, he's he's been doing it for years. So this isn't new to him. But I laughed a few times because, again, it was like Gary Thorne. Fastball outside. He calls a curveball. Change up. Calls a fastball. So I said, hey, here we go. And again, this season, we're going to have fun again with the Gary Thorne segment. That's for sure. Be bringing that back up. And again, I appreciate Hank emailing in the show last week. I, I love hearing from you guys. Any experiences that you had going to a baseball game, Camden Yards, anything that stands out that you want to share, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. He writes in last week or, or a couple weeks ago, whenever that was, uh, talking about how Pablo Escobar apparently was <laughs> driving him to a ball game, finds a trash bag full of weed, cops around the car, got the canine dog out. So I love those stories. Love to hear from you guys. Again, Full Count Chaos, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the good shit. So spring training. Excited it starts. Baseball on TV, I don't care. I was watching the Nationals and the Rays, I think, the other day. uh, Because that was a team playing on mass, and the Rays were kicking their ass. But like I said, it doesn't matter. It's baseball on TV now. I'm happy. It's freezing. 35 degrees. I'm seeing everyone wear shorts and T-shirts. Puts me in a better mood. Now, spring training, there's a few guys to keep that I'm keeping an eye on, like Cobb, Means, Rushman, Mountcastle, Martin, basically the future of the team. Now, Cobb, not exactly the future, but he hasn't done jack shit. So I'm keeping my eye on him, and now Cobb has the flu. He can't pitch. I'm reading about how he's finally able to get on his feet, and he's going to start tossing the ball underhand. So we have to <laughs> more shit with Cobb. Everybody's getting the flu. Hopefully, it's not coronavirus. That shit's scaring a lot of people. I'm not worried about it. I mean, there's more deaths from diarrhea than this thing right now. Now, if it starts escalating and it's getting completely out of hand and, and Netflix starts doing a documentary about the virus, that's when you have to be nervous. When when Netflix has a documentary about something, it's some serious shit. Uh, you, you know basically what I want to see this year in spring training, or this year, the entire season, just basic fundamentals of baseball. That's it. This past season, there was a lot of ugly blooper shit. And the first the first thing that comes to mind, I think I tweeted it out the other day about DJ Stewart. Tim Tebow, by the way, there's a highlight of him playing left field. <laughs> Looks like a sniper gets him. And I think I just retweeted out, uh, DJ Stewart did it better. But there's some ugly baseball this past season with the Orioles in 2019. Now, could they go to the playoffs, win it all? Sure. You know, am I, is my hopes up? No, not even close. I just want to see good baseball. I don't want to lose a game because there's four throwing errors in one play and three guys score. I don't want to see that shit. I don't want to think I'm watching uh, some JV high school team. I just want some good baseball. Now, during the 13 to nothing win the other day against the Pirates, that was fun. Mountcastle doubled twice. Homer drove in three runs, three at-bats. That's exciting. That bat will need to stay hot. He needs that bat to continue to do that into the season. 
because his glove and arm won't be the reason he sticks around on the Orioles. So I was glad to see Ryan Mountcastle have some good at-bats. Fuck, I think everybody had good at-bats in that 13 to nothing win. And then you got Chris Davis. Oh, Christopher Davis. <laughs> I remember last year I said, I'm never going to talk about the guy again. But come on, I got to bring him up. I don't know one single Oriole fan who this past season who was like, you know what, give him a chance. Come on, he's a good guy. At that point, it was just get him off the damn team. So Chris Davis comes up to bat. First at bat, I'm watching him. A lot of people are watching him. And he walked. Didn't strike out. This first two at bats were walks. And he gained 25 pounds. 25 pounds of muscle. Holy Santa Claus shit. You know, sounds like he renewed his Planet Fitness membership. He should be hitting 560-foot home runs, how big he is now. He's got, his neck is all veiny. His biceps and triceps are bulging out. I think he he probably said, hey, give me a jersey a size smaller. I need to look intimidating here. But he's already hit three home runs. One of them opposite field, which... He said he's been working on, but he said he's been working on shit for the past few years. But, hey, it's a good sign. I don't care if Chris Davis hits 42 home runs in the next three weeks. Doesn't matter. It's spring training. What does spring training mean? Absolutely nothing. But 25 pounds of muscle. And all the articles before spring training started, Chris Davis saying, I'm not, I'm not changing anything. The way that I handle my business in the batter's box has helped me. And he keeps reminding everybody of his good seasons that he had. And everybody responds back with, yeah, well, now you're one of the worst batters in all of baseball. (laughs) And then he responds with, I'm not changing a thing. So I don't care what the hell he looks like in the first week of, of spring training. He looks good. Can't deny it. I'm excited for him. You know, a couple of those hits, one or two of those home runs. Probably against some pitchers that aren't going to be around for much longer (laughs) because they gave up a home run to Chris Davis. But he gains 25 pounds. That's impressive. I actually renewed my membership to Planet Fitness. That's going all right. There's a reason why Planet Fitness is only $10 a month. There's only one of of everything. You know, some of us, we have routines, and it's a pain in the ass. You got to wait because someone's sitting on that equipment, not even working out. They got their headphones in. They're looking at their phone. They're more interested in seeing how many likes they got because they posted on Facebook, hey, it's workout time, and they took a selfie. It's frustrating because they only have one of those machines. So they're sitting there for about a half hour, headphones in. They're looking at their phone. They're not even working out. And look, I don't mean to shit on Planet Fitness. It's $10 a month. How much complaining can I do? And the people that work there are really nice. The environment of, hey, we don't care that you're fat. We still love you. Come on in. You're accepted. That's very nice. You know, $10 a month. Shouldn't even be complaining. But I belonged to a gym many moons ago that was like $40 a month. And there's a big difference. You don't have to wait. They got 10 of everything. It's fantastic. But I don't mean to sit here and uh, shit on Planet Fitness. I like Planet Fitness. I belonged there for many years, but I just I needed to go back. Summer's right around the corner. I got to get that beach body back. But I don't mean to go on a rant about (laughs) Planet Fitness. But if Davis does well during the season, getting on base, hitting home runs, walking, I'm sure he'll continue to strike out every now and then. But holy hell, 
if he has a turnaround year, if he turns this shit around, the busloads of people who are going to now turn around and say, hey, I, I never said anything bad about the guy. I was always a fan of him. I was always so angry at the people who didn't want him on the block. Shut up. I'm going to be the first one to say I wanted him out of there. And if he does well, I will be happy for the guy because he's on my favorite team and he's helping my favorite team win. So God bless you. And he's a good guy and he does a lot for the community. I mean, of course, we'll all be happy for him. But I'm already seeing people on Twitter talking about how they never rooted against him and he's such a good guy and and then you're going to have the people saying I knew he was going to turn it around I was always rooting for him that's why I never said anything bad about him (laughs) just shut up you deleted all your tweets all your Facebook posts (laughs) that video of you burning a Chris Davis jersey you took that off your Twitter page don't act like you're all high and mighty with Chris Davis now again I will be the first one in line to say I wanted him gone I was getting sick of his attitude. I loved how Jim Palmer called him out last year. I was tired of it. But if he turns it around, good for you, Chris. I'm happy for you. If he does turn it around, again, it was only a couple home runs. It's the first week of spring training. I think there are some tweets out there that I was reading that people were getting a little out of hand, a little excited, too fast, but that's okay. We're sport fans. We're a little crazy. So if Chris Davis continues to... I say if he continues to do whatever he's doing, he's not doing anything to change it. He's just, you know, gained some muscle and, I don't know, maybe he took advice from somebody to switch up something, but he admitted it. He said, I- I'm not changing anything. <laughs> Good for him. Hopefully it works out. I'm watching my boy uh, Richie Martin. He had a good day on Friday, knocking in four runs with a single, a double and a triple is a home run away from the cycle. I've said it plenty of times on here. I really like that kid a lot. I really hope things work out for him. I hope he keeps working with the bat because that game on Friday against the Pirates, I know they're going to suck. They're going to be terrible just like we are. I know their pitching is going to be terrible. doesn't matter. The guy had some punch in those hits. One hoppers off the wall. I mean, he was getting around on the ball. And it was funny, the, the game that I was watching, I had to pull it up on my phone because uh, I don't I don't think Masson was playing the game on Friday. So I had to watch the uh, pirate announcers. Now, I, don't, I didn't know who they were. No, that didn't sound familiar. But as he was rounding the bases, the announcers were like, holy hell, man, this guy is fast. So he was getting around on the ball, had a good game on Friday. They had him playing at second base the other day, mixing things up. Because he's got a great glove, and that's what I've always liked about him. If he can you know, come around with the bat, keep the glove going, bring him up. Although it's getting a little crowded with the Orioles. I don't know. They're going to have to play chess. Who's going to go where? Especially now, a lot of people are saying Chris Davis is going to be that Hall of Fame player again because he had a good week in the first week of spring training. Austin Hayes had a few good plays uh, this week in center field. That was fun watching him. Ryan Bannon had a good play on third base the other day, flashing his glove, had a good arm. Spring training baseball, February baseball. (laughs) I can't get too excited about it. You can't get excited because you're getting to watch baseball on TV. Now, with opening day coming up, are you going? Or do you take advantage of your house on your couch, turning on the TV, relaxing? Maybe the wife or the husband, whoever it is. Maybe your significant other and the kids, they're at school. And you got the house to yourself and you're going, 
Fucking A, it's opening day. I'm just going to lay on the couch and chill. Or do you go to the game? Do you love it? Is it like a holiday to you? Do you wake up? You get dressed. You, you, you maybe eat something real quick. You head out the door. And you're at Pickles by 7, drunk by 9 o'clock. <laughs> a lot of people I know, that's how they do it. You know, about 10, 10.30, you see their eyes starting to kind of roll back in their head. And you're like, what the fuck were you thinking? Taking tequila shots at 8.30 in the morning at Pickles. Over the years, it's like, man, you, by third inning, you're asleep in your seat and you don't even know where you're at. But that's how some people celebrate opening day. Do you call out of work that day? Or when the first day of the year comes around, you make sure that you ask off opening day. Is that your first day that you ask off for? You tell your wife, look, I know you want me to take you and the kids on a vacation in the summertime and ask off for a week. But we got to focus on one thing at a time. So I got to ask off for opening day. And then we'll talk about that trip down in Florida with the kids and, and the family. I'll let you know. Or they just call out sick. You know, they're afraid that their company is going to say no. Hey, I need this day off. No. And then what do you do? You're fucked. You can't go to the game. You just got to call out. Do you take the family? Are you a family man? Are you a family woman? Do you take your kids to the game and, and cotton candy? And you get there early so you can see the players running out on the carpet. I haven't been to opening day in a few years. I have been shit in the bed with that. A friend of mine gave me a hard time on Instagram about that because I posted something. And, of course, he said something. He's a smart ass. He said something about me not going lately. I got to get back in the saddle. But when I go, you know, towards the end of the game, I bump into friends who couldn't even form a sentence. Hey, go ball more. And then they, you know. Like, what the fuck happened to you? Well, they've been at Pickles since 7 o'clock in the morning. Celebrating. It's fun. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> the aura. That's what, you know, you see people at opening day towards the end of the game. Hi, you having fun? Fuck yeah. Fucking Orioles are going to go all the way this year. Okay. You're not drinking, you're smoking something. And another thing I've been keeping my eye on... Uh, the Astros, they've already been hit seven times in spring training. <laughs> I've been keeping an eye on that as well. I know a lot of other people do. Again, with this app that I have, it's fantastic. Any game, anywhere, anytime. But I uh, logged on, watching some Astro games. I, I heard the boos, Altuve, Carrera, any player. Altuve got a humongous boo. Um, a humongous boo. Does that even make sense? <laughs> A humongous boo. I don't think I've ever heard someone say, it was a humongous boo. But he comes up to bat, and the the whole stadium is just booing him. And I swore that the Astros were the home team. I don't know. I could have been wrong. But it did break my heart because all these years of Altuve just being this great guy and one of my favorite players, it sucked. It does. This whole thing sucks. But they've already got hit seven times. And some of the pitchers, (laughs) like uh, Alex Cobb, they asked him about, uh, the Astro, I forgot what the article had to do with. I've been reading so many damn articles lately, but he said, yeah, we don't even see the Astros until June. So by then uh, he, he's convinced the league's going to put something out, telling everyone to knock it off with thrown at the Astros. So he was basically saying like, I may not even get my shots in <laughs> throwing 93 in their ribs seven times. Now Vegas has 83 over under for hit Astros last year. 65 Astros were hit. Uh, but my friend who 
loves to gamble. I mean, he hasn't gotten to the point yet where he has to sell his car to pay his mortgage. Nothing like that. But he definitely put down a big bet. He thinks it's going to be over 83. I'm thinking by, I don't know, the end of April, the league's got to put something out telling everyone to knock this shit off. Because Dusty Baker is going to be throwing a fit. He already threw, not threw a tantrum, but mentioned it. And said, hey, uh, can we put something out there as soon as possible before shit gets crazy? All my uh, players are going to be getting hit. Nobody wants that. And, and I'm not for it either. I've always expressed that I do not like when pitchers throw a 95 fastball at a batter. But <laughs> with this Astros situation, and again, I don't want anyone throwing it at anybody's head. And I'm sure they're going to get hit plenty more times. But you know how this could have been solved and I don't know if it would have stopped it completely but if Manfred would have just somehow some way because that's his job and I don't like how he fucking said well it's not my job to punish the Astros that's not why I got hired fuck that yes it is you should have figured something out and punished them taken something away find them suspended some players whatever you had to do you're the one who had everything in front of you of the investigation anyway Basically, what I'm saying is if he would have done that, it probably would have settled down a little bit with these pitchers thrown at the Astros. Because now they got away scot-free and Carrera and everybody's saying some stupid shit, the owner. Everybody's getting pissed off right now. So someone like me who has expressed plenty of times on this podcast, I don't like pitchers throwing at batters. I'm going to have to say the word, but <laughs> I'm okay seeing this go down. But I think it's going to be mid-April. Maybe uh, maybe the end of April. Maybe the league, maybe Manfred will, you know, he's such a fucking idiot. He'll be like, well, since I fucked up, let the players get it out of their system. <laughs> I mean, Nick Markakis, you know you fucked up when Nick Markakis speaks up. The most quietest guy, he's never been involved in drama. He's never been one to yell at the umpires. But you know you fucked up when, when Nick Markakis says everything has been handled a bad way. The players are scot-free. Every single guy over there needs a beating. <laughs> Nick Markakis says basically they need to get their ass kicked. And that's when you know you fucked up. And I love what Jim Palmer said on wall-to-wall baseball the other day. He says, in my opinion, MLB should have vacated the championship from 2017. And the union could have done a better job in upholding the integrity of the game rather than protecting the players from punishment. He goes on to say, you cannot be proud to win that championship. If I had that ring, I'd put it in the back of my underwear drawer. (laughs) So now baseball fans are reaching out to the Astro TV announcers on Twitter being like, why the fuck aren't you talking about this? It's a big fucking deal. Reaching out to guys like Jeff Bloom wanting answers. I guess baseball fans think these guys who are going to be calling the Astro games are just going to be talking about it for nine innings. How come you're just acting like everything's normal? Which, look, they got a job to do. I'm sure, <laughs> you know, they, the Houston Astros aren't exactly paying them to acknowledge how fucked up everything is. But guys like Jeff Bloom responded. People are attacking him on Twitter, apparently. Saying, you, you, you aren't talking about it. You're just ignoring it like it's nothing. Which, again, the guy's got a job to do. But he says, we will address when necessary. He says, Astro fans have been bombarded all offseason. We are a regional network, not a national broadcast. 
So yes, our agenda may be different. It's like saying, back the fuck off. So fans, players, they want blood. It's ugly. Wonder when the uh, ESPN 30 for 30, or there's got to be a Netflix situation. There's got to be a movie soon. You know right now someone's writing up the script, getting this shit out there quick. It's crazy. Interesting time to be a baseball fan and see what's going to happen with all this. It's going to be an interesting time to be an Orioles fan to see what happens with the rebuild. But we've got the season coming up. We know that because Orioles are playing on TV. We've got Chris Davis. Where's all my Chris Davis fans? Love to hear from you guys. Hit me up, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. We're going to get into the Gary Thorne segment again this season. Going to be giving away some tickets. And I just love getting you guys involved. I continue to appreciate every day you guys tuning in, reaching out. It means a lot. I appreciate it. We're on this together. You guys are part of the show as well. Again, you can reach me anytime, anywhere. Just Google Full Count Chaos. I say every week, all the good shit comes up. You know how to get a hold of me. Till next time, see ya.